We'll press on, but with caution. If things get too rough, we're getting out of here. Deal? Yeah, that's generally what you do when you're almost about to die. Very simple solution. Don't. You sort of see that burn marks in some of the plants, and there seems to be something that might have shot through them. Um, maybe it's a meteorite. <gasps> Falling from the sky? We are fighting aliens. Aliens? Extraterrestrials. Why are they extra? You, Jake Tarnish. Who's asking? Seekers. We saw your post in the guild hall. Everything was fine, you see, until a few weeks ago when Skyrocks came crashing down to the barn. Yes, an adventure. This is exactly what we were looking for. Foundlings, and welcome back to another episode of The Gate Chronicles. This is season one, episode 37. Oh my goodness. What if we get to like 42? Do we have to name the episode The Meaning of Life or something like that? That's what I'm thinking. Sorry. Random brain thought. Anyway, I am your host and game master for this episode. My name is Emily, and today I am joined by us. Uh, or me. I mean, I uh, he didn't join in with us. I'm here. He is here, though. Uh, but me is Quentin. Uh, I am the GM of the SAO campaign, but here I just play Charles Smoot, 57-year-old biology teacher born and raised in upstate New York, currently with a hole in his side, but looking to tussle with rats nonetheless. Uh, and I'm Jaden, who will be playing Finnevere Avere. Uh, aspiring merchant, bard, and seeker. There's a lot of aspirations. There's a lot of aspiration. Who doesn't want to make it in life? The American dream lives on. If, if only America still existed. Sure. I confirm nor deny nothing. All right. Uh, before we begin, my dear foundlings, I did want to say, like, at the beginning, because I all know, like, I know y'all don't listen to the end credits, so we're just going to do it right Who here. Who listens to end credits? <laughs> Before we get started, I did want to say, guys, if you've been enjoying this entire series, please do consider leaving us a rating and review for the episode, whether that's on Podchaser or iTunes. And also consider donating to the podcast through our Patreon. That link is in the description below. That really helps us out, guys. Okay, well, listen, really make sure you go to the Patreon. You get a whole bunch of extra goodies. You fund all of our art commissions, better equipment. You get special releases of early episodes, exclusive podcasts, and all kinds of goodies in store as well, like prizes and gifts that we give away. We give away stuff? Oh, we give away things. We do? Is that where my socks keep going, Quentin? No comment. (laughs) All righty, so let's actually get started this time. Well, my dear gentlemen... Your meager group traveled to the small farmstead of Jake Tarnish. Your mission? Exterminate you rats that have infested his food stores. And you soon discovered there was a tunnel leading underneath of the farm. And you also discovered the remains of his cats. Now, deep within this cavern, the party, you guys, must face off against these rodents of unusual size. And here... You guys thought this was supposed to be a very simple quest. <laughs> I make nothing simple. Uh, in all fairness, I was really excited for I, uh, that ex- rat extermination quest. Like, legitimately. I've never got to do one. This is my first rat extermination quest. <laughs> well, 
You well, see. Plenty of you to exterminate. There's... I'm sure Finnevere isn't excited for it. He's probably terrified. <laughs> you hear the sound of dozens, hundreds, maybe thousands of rats, you're not sure, echoing throughout the cave. The rat before you that Charles Smoot is actually able to see right now appears wild and angry, hissing and screeching at you. <laughs> its large body stands on its rear legs clawing at the air in intimidating fury, attempting to ward you off from the nest. This is not an average rodent. It stands at about two feet tall, about cat-sized, if not a little larger. And Charles Smoot, you are standing near the entrance, and combat has begun. Huzzah. 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 Magic powers. So, beginning with the uh, way the round moves... The rat that has spotted you and you spotting it, you see as the rat dives inside. Oh, I don't like that at all. It dives inside of the nest and disappears from your view. Although you do continue to hear the sound of the rats, as if many are starting to get closer. Cece runs up behind. Yeah, Cece runs up towards you, Charles Smoot, shouting, uh, Mr. Smoot, is everything okay? I heard you screaming. Loudly. Well, not really screaming. You kind of shouted back to us really loud. And then all this noise started happening. Uh, Charles Smoot, you see as another one of these creatures appears in your view. It seems to run out from within the pile, hissing and growling at you quite loudly. Kelsey is towards the back next to Finnevere. Uh, should we come up there or should we stay back here? Uh, keep your wits about you. They could come from any angle. My wits are just but... fine. I'm just concerned about where we're supposed to be right now. Killing rats. Let's try to huddle up with the group. Okay. So, uh, following your suggestion, she will approach towards the group, huddling with everyone else. Because huddling is exactly what we need to do. It's perfect. Okay. Oh, this should be fun. Finnevere Beer, it is your turn. Uh, in that case, uh, I would like to move to the spot directly under Cece, or Brunhilde for her seeker name. And I would like to... Yoink a small stone out of uh, my Bandalore and cast Resistance. Uh, I'll do, I'll do Kelsey first. It is it lasts for one minute. It's a plus one to all saving throws, and it is a uh, touch, a boon to protect you. And it's only a light enchantment, but anything helps. So you see this yellow aura seem to uh, emanate from your hands and travels over to Kelsey as you uh, extend your hand towards her and chant these words. And that is your turn. Uh, yep. Charles Smoot, it is your turn. Charles Smoot will go ahead and make a charge action, running in a straight line directly towards this rat, and then make a melee attack to the rat, which will then be diagonal from him. Okay. Did not look too phenomenal. Hey, M. Yeah? Does an eight hit? An eight? Oh, I'm sorry. A nine. Because I get a plus one bonus from charge. A nine? Um, well... Charles Smoot, you have your dagger in your hand and you attempt to pierce into this rodent of unusual size and unfortunately, you miss. You, you take a swipe at the creature and it seems to be too short for your tall body. You're not used to having to deal with rodents like this, especially because even though you were in New York, you never really had to fight these things. It's kind of throwing you off. Come up here and fight me like a rat, I guess. Uh, Charles Smoot, as you begin to say this, you hear the sound of more rodents, and it appears that, well, actually, um, it doesn't appear yet. That's good. 
You hear the sound of something moving within the pile as if something bigger is trying to come out. I swear if there's a large rat, I'd be terrified. There's a large rat. Oh, God. No. Don't worry about it. You guys are fine. Everything is fine. Uh, Ten foot I wanna... tall rat climbs oh. out of those rubbles. Okay. Um, so uh, next up, it is Cece's turn. Cece shouts over to Charles Smoot. Mr. Smoot, do you need help? Are you got this, buddy? Like, are you good? Oh, no. Stay back there. Take a vacation. I'll be fine. Of course I want help. Cece, here's your response to her. Well, you don't have to be so rude about it. I'm just asking a general question. All right? She spends her entire turn basically being snarky back towards you. Uh, You know who that is, right? It's Charles Smoot. I think he does have to be snarky about it. Charles! Charles. The hell is that? Uh, Charles? Well, I wanted to give you this explanation before we continued on too much further. Um, well... You hear the scurrying of dozens of other rats, but you notice that to your right... I don't want that. (laughs) Emerging from one of the piles appears to be a rat that is far more sickly looking than what you have before you. Mangy fur sticks out in clumps and its frothy mouth screeches loudly as it appears enraged. Okay, so that's just one. I'm fine with one. I I thought that was like a token for a pile of multiple rats, and I thought it was about to fight a swarm. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. want to fight a swarm. We don't have a weapon for that, I don't think. No, we, we don't have our Alfred Kenneth Mest, because bombs actually do serious damage to swarms. Yes, uh, Charles Smith, you see as this sickly-looking rat hisses at you, see as this ooze kind of spews out from its mouth, and it moves up towards you, but it seems to be unable to pass through this small space. It, however, appears completely enraged, almost as if there is no thought behind it. But it's clawing at you from between these two stalagmites. And Charles Smoot, just as you swiped at this rat that is next to you right now, you see that it seems to rear back and attempts to bite you. Oh, it's probably going to succeed. So Charles Smoot, uh, you see as this rat rears back, it leaps forward essentially and bites down into your body, nipping down on your arm. You are going to take three damage and I need you to roll a fortitude save. Natural crit for a total 28 on Charles Smoot's fortitude save. Word. All right. It unlatches from your arm and it hisses at you with much aggression. Kelsey, taking, um, after having listening to Cece and you have some banter, she steps around Cece and begins moving towards you, Charles Smoot, as if to back you up. All right, I got this side of you. You've got the front, right? <laughs> there shouldn't be any problems here. What do you mean? There's nothing behind me. What are you getting? Well, uh, uh, I have a crossbow. Shoot something. I will in a moment. Finnevere, Veer, it is your turn. Finnevere, uh needs to see what the heck is going on. Uh, so I assume he'll move at the, the distance he needs to see in that 15 feet. Uh, the enraged one, does it have cover? Finnevere, you come out from behind one of the walls after hearing all this commotion. Not sure exactly what's going on. You just hear the sound of these rats everywhere. Stepping forward about 15 feet, you can see Charles Smoot facing off against this cat-sized rat 
and off between two of these stalagmites, almost like it can't reach through, you see a very sickly-looking rodent. Why don't you make a perception check? Uh, natural 20. Okay, uh, that is a total of, accounting for uh, relic sickness, uh, 24. You can see that this rodent, while appearing mangy, you also notice that there seems to be some sort of purplish glow or something underneath of its neck as it sort of rears back. Each time it reaches through these this tight crevice, you can see this purplish color underneath its neck and also on other parts of its body. Uh, would it be familiar to Finevir with his experience of awful blackish type substances? Not that you can recall. It doesn't look anything like that. Okay, because that was black and this is purple, so that makes sense. That being said, I'm trying to figure out if there's any way for... I don't know the rules of cover, and if there's a way to get a clear shot, because I can draw my bow as part of the move... Uh, my crossbow as part of the move action, but... Essentially what it is with cover, it says, to determine whether your target has cover from your range attack, choose a corner of your square. If any line from this corner to any corner of the target square passes through a square or border that blocks a line of effect or provides cover, or through square by creature, the target has cover, which gives them a plus four to their AC. Okay, uh, in that case, uh, I think I can chance up for AC. However, it does say that partial cover, um, if a creature is covered but more than half the creature is visible, its cover bonus is reduced to a plus two to AC and a plus one bonus on reflex saving throws. Um, can I tell what kind of cover it has? It's got partial. Okay, in that case, can I... As part of the move action moving up here, can I have drawn my uh, crossbow? As long as it is a weapon that is within your reach and you're not like going into a bag to search. Yes. Okay. So I will draw the crossbow and I will aim it at the angry looking one and attempt to fire upon it. A total of 13. As your arrow is loosed from the crossbow you press down on the trigger, it flies and it actually dinks across one of the parts of the stone, and it actually just tumbles to the ground, just behind the creature. Alright, uh, Finnevere. I fired and I missed. You fired and you missed. So that would be your turn. Yep. And Charles Smoot, now it is yours. Oh, you want to get mad? I can get real mad! Uh, Charles Smoot would enter a barbarian rage and then attempt to attack the rat in front of him. What level barbarian are you? Are you three? Uh, I am a level three barbarian. Okay. Barba. Barbarian. Uh, so you have entered into your barbarian rage. Uh, what do you do as you enter into your rage? This is a free action. I, I go to attack the rat before me with my masterwork uh, dagger that I have in my hand. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll to hit. Uh, 15 to hit. All right. Charles Smoot, how do you try to hit the rat? Charles Smoot would bear down with his dagger in palm, coming with a thrusting more like a plunging motion with his arms straight down, attempting to hit the rat directly in the center of its back. Okay. Roll your damage. Seven damage. With the dagger? Holy moly. Okay. Uh, holy moly with that, Quentin. But anyway, you bring down this dagger on top of this rodent, and you see as it plunges into its back, the creature hisses loudly, and you see blood spurting from it. It appears to be on its last legs, barely standing. It sways back and forth. As you hear it screech out loudly in pain, more rats appear. 
Well, dun, 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 dun. well I mean, it could be. <laughs> Hundreds, if not thousands. You see as another rat emerges from within the pile. Big one. Attending to the body of this other creature. Well, this should be fun. No. It hisses at you, but unfortunately, because its brethren's body is currently in the way, it is unable to attack you. But it hisses at you wildly and madly. It is Cece's turn. Uh, we all, we all good up there? I, y'all seem to be doing pretty okay. I can't really see anything. Mr. Finnevere's body's in the way. I can't go forward. I can't, I mean, I could go back. It's an option. Don't stray from the group. All right, fine. I won't stray. I'm just kind of, I'm standing here. There will be a time for straying. Oh, okay, fine. Um. Anyway, uh, as, you, as she said that, um, and you tell her don't stray from the group, she kind of sort of starts stepping slowly to the side. Wait, I think I found another path. Sounds like straying from the group. And Cece um, makes her way from around onto the other side of a wall that was sort of blocking your view, but she does seem to have found another path uh, to get past Finnevere. A regular pathfinder, that one. <laughs> um, so she actually starts making her way forward, using her entire movement, and comes up uh, to Kelsey. All right, this, you guys seem to really just have this all in hand. Like, this is a great mission. I think it's perfect. A simple quest, you know? I you love know? her enthusiasm, by the way. <laughs> my, my favorite part about this is these rats are technically... This one rat is literally stuck between a rock and a hard place. You see as this angry looking creature begins to literally just bite chunks off of this stone wall that is blocking it. Uh, mostly the one that is to the left, but it does not make its way through quite yet. I don't like the title Mutant Dire Rat, by the way. What? What's wrong with that? I mean, translation, it is only what what has been described. It is an abnormal... An abnormally large, uh, abnormal, rat. and large rat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, um, Charles Smoot, this rodent that you have injured appears to uh, attempt to withdraw from you, sort of recoiling back. I mean, if it's using the withdraw action, I can take no recourse. It is taking a withdraw action, recoiling back inside of the pile. I don't want to have to climb in there. <laughs> It disappears from your view as it enters into the nest, or at least one of the nests. It's Kelsey's turn. Kelsey? Kelsey, she shouldn't, shouldn't be here. Uh, Kelsey takes a five-foot step and aims her crossbow at the very strange mutant dire rat, as we've already called it at this point. So she's going to aim and shoot, and I hope that I have... Uh, I don't know if it was intentional. Probably but I think this map wonderfully illustrates the tight quarters of a cave as the choke points can be blocked up by a square in most, but not all cases. <laughs> Kudos. I, I, like the, I like the map. If you want access to our map and all of our notes, you should consider subscribing to our Patreon. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, is that an option? Where yeah. you get a bonus and exclusive content as well as access to all of our notes and maps. All of them. Uh, you know, whatever we actually take yeah, the time yeah, to post to say, on Quentin. there. Well, uh, Kelsey, uh, she having ready to crossbow bolts way earlier in the episode, like days ago, not having used it at all, 
days ago. I don't know about her maintenance protocol, but good for her. She just left it in there, by the way. Like, there was a point where she actually put it... Anyway, I'm getting distracted. She put a crossbow bolt in this, like, ahead of time. She uh, aims and fires at this creature, and she does hit. You see, as this arrow flies, it sticks true right into the shoulder of this thing, dinking off of what appears to be that purple spot. It almost sounds a little bit like stone. Nice shot! The space rocks were symbiotes. Uh, three spoopy, five me. You hear some skittering in the background, although you don't really see anything just yet, except for maybe Charles Smoots, who has vision directly through one of the corners of this pair of stalagmites that are blocking the enraged creature. You see another large rodent, another large rat appear a dozen feet behind it or so. This should fit, right? Hey, pasta? This fits. No, I don't know what fits, but, uh... If it fits, it sits. If it fits, it hits. Charles Smoot, you see as a large... Well, large. A small swarm of rats come barreling towards you. No. No. And guess what they can do? No. They can occupy your square. I don't like that. (laughs) No! Charles Smoot, you see as this swarm of rodents seems to, like, pile out from within, crawling all across the floor, devouring scraps and bones, and you see as things just fall out from within the swarm, and they actually surround your legs and are starting to climb up you. Get them off me! Get get, get them off me! And they are going to attack, as swarms barely do, you know. No way they're not hitting. Is your AC, like, abnormally low, Mr. Smoot? Oh, Mr. Smoot's AC is currently a 9 when he's in Barbarian Rage. Well, don't worry. Uh, Charles Smoot, just as this swarm is entering your square, you see that they are actually just getting in the way of each other. They're not able to bite you just yet. I very like that. Oh, I can't infect you with diseases? Uh, check my fortitude save. I'm too angry to be diseased. Fine, I'm going to have to start adding in more swarms next time. No. Please, God, no. Why? What's wrong with that? I hate, loathe them. Uh, Charles Smoot, you see, actually, I uh, believe all of you are able to, <laughs> for the most part, see as a rat seems to emerge from within the water that you can barely see off in the distance at the back of the cave. Benavir, it is your turn. You see that Charles Smoot is currently being swarmed by a, a myriad of rats. Tiny rats, to be precise. Ugh. In that case, uh, Benavir will reload his crossbow and then take a C-shaped hook around the ladies, unless I can move through their squares. You cannot move through your uh, teammate squares. Yeah, I figured as much. If someone was running around with a greatsword, I wouldn't want them to come within five feet of me either. Especially a raging one. Yeah. Um, technically, Charles Smoot is not able to communicate right now properly. He can't do full sentences. Uh, that's why knees covered in rats. Social distancing is appreciated. Uh, and I, that is my turn. I'm done. Okay. Uh, well then, Charles Smoot, uh, I hope you are ready. It's my turn. It is your turn. All right. Uh, Charles Smoot will take a five foot step out of this tile. That does not provoke an attack of opportunity. Okay. Yeah. You're in between two creatures now. You're between the swarm and one of these dire rats. Uh, and Charles Smoot will, moving towards this dire rat, go and attempt to thrust his dagger at it. Go ahead, roll to attack. Uh, does a 12 hit? A 12 against this rat in particular? 
It does not hit. Ah, big sad. Okay. So, uh, Charles moved. Your character attempts to hit this rodent, and unfortunately, you are blinded by your own rage at the shortness of your dagger. Size matters in this circumstance, and you swipe just short, missing your target. But don't worry, Charles Smoot. This rodent, bothered by the fact that you keep attempting to attack it, attempts to attack you. Touche. Because that's how life works. Charles Smoot, what's your AC? 11? Nine. Okay, this definitely hits. Charles Smoot, you actually feel as this rodent again bites into you this time into your boot. Right into your toe. Your big toe, specifically. I need you to roll fortitude save. 21 for Charles Smoot's fortitude. It's my best saving throw. Yeah. Doesn't it increase with your rage? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Cece is very concerned. There is a swarm of rats. What do we do? Kill. Okay. Um, you see as Cece, very actually quite disturbed by these rodents, takes a step to the left and attempts to focus. And you see as this almost strange energy seems to go out from her. However, it misses just shy of the swarm, and actually they seem to spread apart and take no damage. Whoa! <laughs> How did I miss? I'm right here! I'm what? What is this? One, ten feet away! This is ridiculous! Oh no, that was great! Uh, you know what they say, if at first you don't succeed... Try, try uh, Throw more of that at it. Try again, okay. Okay, I'll try again in a minute. Uh, Charles Smoot, as you are attacking this other rodent, you actually hear the loud screech of this mutated creature. And it begins to move towards you. Ooh, fun. More rat. This, this right here, this is why we take cleave. Charles Smoot, it does manage to bite you. What? It bypasses a 9 AC? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay, Charles Smoot, you feel as this strange-looking creature, this by rat. The, by the by, um, yeah. you never told me the damage for the previous rat's bite attack. You just told me to roll a fortitude save. Oh, yeah. Um, well, don't worry about it. That was like a... Uh, a non-lethal bite attack. A 3. A 3 damage? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, however, Charles Smoot, you feel as this rodent, its teeth seem to be far sharper than the other ones. It bites down into your thigh as it seems to reach up towards you. You take eight damage. Fortitude save as well? And I need you to roll your fortitude. 19 fortitude for Charles Smoot. All right. Charles Smoot, you get a much better look at this mutant creature. You can see from its body are protruding these purplish-looking crystals that are seeming to erupt from different parts of its body, mostly some from its hindquarters. And one of them seems to definitely be starting to encroach upon its neck and pierce outward. But I digress. Charles Smoot, another one of these rodents, appears from within. Oh, another one. Oh, it, it appears, oh great. It appears to be the one you injured earlier. It seems to have been bolstered by the presence of its comrades. It attempts to attack you. Oh, does it now? Lovely. Are you, are you okay, Quintal? No, no, there's just a lot of rats. I'm there's, sorry. there's a lot of rats and very little HP to go around. And no cleave. Charles Smoot, this rodent which has been injured by you, standing on its last legs, barely alive at this point, attempts with its meager lifespan to bite you. However, 
It is weak and unable to reach you, and it misses. That's impressive. Kelsey, looking at the swarm that is before her, takes a five-foot step back. Ah, this is not, this is not right. I, ah, Uh, Kelsey appears to reload her crossbow, and that would be her turn. The rodent that you saw appear uh, just beyond another pile of a nest. It seems to stand there in the back, almost sniffing the air, as if not sure whether or not to attack or what's going on. Bit of ear of ear. The swarm turns its attention towards you. Okay. And they begin climbing all over you. Oh, that's not okay. <laughs> that's what they just did. And I also said not okay. And, Finnevere you begin to feel as these creatures are attempting to bite all over you. Let's see if they can bypass your armor. No, no, that's leather! It cost me weeks of hard work! What is your AC? Uh, considering I did not cast a spell last turn, it is 18. 18. Well, seeing as how these are very small rats, compared to the dire rats that are right by Charles Smoot, these little guys don't seem to be able to penetrate through your thick leather armor right now. But they might be making their way through soon if you're not careful. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure Fenivir is doing the potty dance uh, with these things around his feet. (laughs) Yes. Uh, This is currently, I believe, I believe a swarm counts as difficult terrain, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Can you take a five-foot step out of difficult terrain? I don't think so, but we've already done it, and we're already here, and we're not redoing all of that. That's fine. That's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll just, for now, Charles Smoot was so enraged, he just pushed through the rats. Finnevere Veer, however, you would not be able to take a five-foot step out. This is difficult terrain while you're within the swarm. I can still make a move action out, right? Yes, you can. It would, however, provoke an attack of opportunity, because you're leaving us threatened square. Unless you withdrew. Point. But isn't, doesn't withdrawal have to be a full-round action? Yes. Big sad. You see as the rat that had emerged from the water is also sniffing the air. It's hissing at you from a distance. It doesn't seem to make any move, however. But it could be readying an action. Mm. They're not smart enough to do that. Finnevere Beard is your turn. In that case, uh, I'll do the only thing I think I can. I will make a move action to the space one one uh, westward on the board and as part of the move action I'll with one hand I'll continue ca- holding my crossbow okay with the other I will draw my loot from the tie on the side okay so you are stepping out from within the swarm correct okay that would provoke that, an attack of opportunity yeah. that is fair but as we previously seen your AC is uh, really high it might not hit Yes, but the movement I'm doing will lower my AC by one That's because awesome. uh, I can no longer I no longer have the dexterity of my right arm or left arm. Sorry, I have a buckler. I have to uh, keep track of that. If yes. I use the arm, I lose it for one round. Okay, Finnevere, as you begin stepping out from the swarm, they were swarming all over your body, starting to curl up your legs and up your arms. You brush them off and step back, and the swarm, which was almost like making like a mountain of itself. It seems to like lurch after you as you step back, but is unable to grab hold of you. All right. So uh, I'm I'm going to have to... Dr- I don't want to do this. I'm going to have to drop my crossbow. It falls and it misfires. It shoots me in the thigh. And you die. <laughs> and I've killed Smoot twice. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Finnevere is going to ready his loot and fire off a quart of shards at the swarm. 
Okay. So you are firing off a port of shards, and because you've already provoked an attack of opportunity from the swarm, no attack of opportunity can be made now. Yep. I was I was aware that that was also possible since I was casting a spell next to it, but uh, desperate, really desperate times. I'm doing everything I can to keep these things away from the girls. <laughs> you can roll your damage. Uh, let me just double check. I think swarms, uh, the only thing that really damages swarms fully is magic. Uh, well, this is AoE, 15-foot cone. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, I do think a 15-foot cone doesn't put any of my allies in danger this time. Benavir, you would not be hitting Charles Smoot if you are aiming directly east. You do hit the swarm that is directly in front of you. Uh, do they get a reflex or anything like that? Oh, they got a reflex. It's a 14 to negate. Uh, yup. Uh, but to describe the action uh, from Benavir, and then you can tell me what happens. I strum a chord on the uh, on the lute, uh, making a power- powerful. I imagine it like an electric guitar sound, which creates like dozens and dozens of uh, of crystalline shards that shoot out in a wave. You see, as your chord of shards shoots out, this mystical aura of music, this cone seems to spray over them, but the swarm seems to scatter temporarily and then come back together in a conglomerate mass. It does not appear that your Court of Shards has hit. Very unfortunate. Like, ha, that usually works. The mass just seems to conglomerate together once again, hissing and snarling at you and squeaking very loudly and annoyingly. Okay. Um, then Charles Smoot, it is your turn. Enraged, turning his attention to the mutated rat, which just bit him and did a significant amount of damage, he will go and attempt to plunge his dagger into the beast. Go for it. The crit fail. Total seven to hit. Charles Smoot, blinded by his own anger, plunges forward, lunging towards this rat, but swipes and his dagger clinks against the nearby stalagmite instead. Ooh, I like that. I like it. You actually see as a bit of the stalagmite chips away and falls to the ground. Well, Finnevere, you hear the sound of this clink, and you hear as Charles Smoot is enraged and continues to rage. Uh, uh, Charles Smoot, you are continuing um, to be surrounded. You have three rats surrounding you currently, all in front of you. The one that is directly to your left as you are facing this mutant rat, it also begins to attack you. I'm going to roll the hit. Okay. This does hit, and you take three more damage as this rat bites into your lower leg. Cece, seeing that Charles Smoot has taken a good amount of damage, how are you looking on health, by the way? You bloodied? Are you, like... Charles Smoot would definitely be classified as bloodied. Uh, Charles Smoot, Cece, seeing you have taken so much damage, your legs are actually covered in blood. It's dripping down your pant legs at this point. She actually begins running up to you, provoking an attack of opportunity from the swarm, but she does not care. I'm going to roll for the swarm's attack against her. It misses by a hair. However, she runs up, and you can feel as she sort of just seems to focus, like, and really angrily shouts, Mr. Smoot, you're not allowed to die! You feel as this sort of blast of energy just fills your body, and you recover 11 hit points. However, you're taking four points of non-lethal damage as you feel almost like this burning sensation also fill your body along with this energy. This creature, this sickly-looking mutant, 
enraged, continues to rash against you, Charles Smoot. It hits, and you take you take eight more points of damage. However, Charles, you see that as this creature begins to attack you, and it finishes just biting down on you one last time, you can see this purple stone-like protrusion seems to jut out a little bit more. And you can see this pain in the creature's eyes flare, and you see that the rage in its eyes seems to fade away. Nearby, the very injured rodent withdraws back into the pile, and you are no longer able to see it once again. And it is Kelsey's turn. Kelsey just seems to shoot at the rats, hoping to hit them as she takes a step towards Finevere. She takes a step next to you, and she hits the swarm, and you can see essentially as a few rats are impaled on one of these bolts. It appears that this uh, swarm is quite healthy. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. The rodents in the back continue to prepare their actions. However, now it is again the swarm's turn. There's three people surrounding it. I roll a die. Finnevere, you have drawn a lucky number today. You see as the swarm once again. What do I win? <laughs> climbs all over you again. They lurch forward and begin swarming all around your body again, attempting to attack you. However, let's see. None of y'all have melee weapons drawn. <laughs> Nothing's provoking an attacks of opportunity. Yeah, it's, it's really big bad. Big suck. It's, it's big, big suck. Um... Yeah, neither neither does uh, no. CC. CC no. doesn't even have a dragon. CC and dagger. Kelsey don't yeah. have no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Finnevere, don't worry. The rats are unable to penetrate you. Wait, no. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I certainly hope so. I, I like my skin and my clothes unpenetrated. Finnevere, they are unable to gnaw through your clothing once again. Your mithril chainmail is getting in the way at this point as they've climbed up onto your chest. That's great. It kind of tickles though. Uh, this is the, the point where I'd like to uh, inform the party that uh, I still have some damage from last combat. Oh <laughs> Don't worry, gosh. so do I. <laughs> you see as one of the rodents in the far back actually seems to back up from the combat. He goes over the water and starts drinking from it. Wow, I see. We're so non-threatening. Indeed. To be fair, there's really, like, I can't attack from any position yeah. up here. Uh, Finnevere, it is your turn. Okay. Hmm. Well, AoE attacks are out, um, mm-hmm. and I can't move past Smoot. Uh, I would like to use the loot in my hand and start up a bardic performance, of which I have two rounds left this day. Okay. If I ba- remember correctly. Bardic performances, do they provoke attacks of opportunity? I don't think they do. Because there's no reason they would. My bardic performance is uh, auditory. However, uh, I would like to use the loot in my hands. As a melee weapon? Yeah. D3 bludgeoning. Yeah. I'd say D4 of bludgeoning. A coin flip of bludgeoning. A coin flip of bludgeoning. There we go. Uh, So I will will just start up my bardic performance of... Courage is plus one to attack rolls. Oh, I like that. Someone needs that really bad. I do like hitting Which is... Every single one of us. So I'll start some uh, harmonious chords of uh, reassurance and confidence. Okay. Uh, hey, okay. Uh, so everyone has a plus one bonus on their uh, attack and damage rolls at this point, as well as against all the saves. Uh, Finnevere, you begin your song. The rats are currently 
moving around your body. It tickles a lot, but you're singing through it. Yup, I'll be doing the potty dance the whole time. Indeed. No, 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 but I won't move. Charles, it is your turn. Rearing back and lunging once again, he will make a sideways slash at the mutated rat in front of him. All right, go ahead and roll to hit. Above average, it's a whole 11 dice roll. I've never been so happy. Uh, That is a total 18 to hit. That hits. You swipe down at this creature. Roll your damage. We have total 11 damage for Charles Smoot. As you take your dagger across its neck, you see as you cleave completely through it with the dagger, somehow managing to slash through the sinew, the bone, and you see as blood spurts out. But as the creature breathes its last breath, you see as these purple crystals seem to shoot out through its body and it falls down to the ground quite dead. Uh, Charles Smoot, you see as the rodent that is directly next to you in desperation attacks you. It hits. Surprising, said no one with my AC of nine. All right, you take three damage. I don't know why they keep like... Getting specifically three damage. I still have more HP than Finnevere. It does three damage as it bites back into your leg and your bleeding starts again. And it's Cece's turn once more. Oh, wow, he isn't kidding. And it's not even by a little. <laughs> you make me feel really, really tiny. Uh, 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 Mr. Finnevere, how are you doing with the big the thing on you? Ah, uh, alive, but, uh... Running out of ideas. I can only hit this thing if it's clear, but uh, perhaps if I move away, do you think you could try to do the thing again? Uh, probably, but you're in the way. Um, so Cece is going to delay her turn until uh, Finnevere clears. So basically, I guess it's more ready of an action. When Finnevere moves, she will attack as long as he's clear. Unfortunately, the dead body on the floor uh, is a dead body. It has no turn, but it is difficult terrain because it is a dead body. Good. Hopefully that means no more rats will be charging at me. You see as the pile of the rodent's nest is moving around as if something is just crawling around inside at this point. Uh, it is Kelsey's turn. Ah, all right. Rat there. Rat there. Oh, goodness. Um, Okay. Um, she actually is going to reach out um, to you, Finnevere, through the swarm. And she seems to focus and she's like, let, let me try something really quick. Oh, God. Um, the swarm is going to attempt to attack her as she does this. Surprisingly, it hits for once. As Kelsey is beginning to seem to focus like she's trying to do something to you, Finnevere, you see that the swarm seems to like start crawling onto her arm and she gets bit by them. She seems to wince in pain as she takes some damage from the swarm. Beyond that, though, uh, Finnevere, you feel as if some sort of peaceful energy begins to fill you. Would you attempt to resist at all? The short answer is no, I won't resist. Uh, I've been trying to encourage her down this route for uh, as much as I can. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Finnevere, you feel as if this white aura energy seems to surround you. Almost as if it's like a barrier of sorts. Um, You guys notice as one of the rats that was just watching you guys from the back seems to just disappear further into the cave. Uh, Finnevere of Veer. 
The rat swarm is still on top of you and it attempts to attack. It misses, though, by a mile. It is unable, again, to penetrate through your mithril, which has been proving to be the best purchase you've made ever. Uh, that, it was the reason I was allowed to leave. It, uh, it's nicknamed The Promise. Benavir Veer, it is your turn. Uh, uh, I would like to move to the right. You would like to move to the right? Uh, yes. Yeah, one square. Okay, so you want to step over to the right, mm-hmm. uh, outside of the swarm. The swarm having exhausted itself, attacking Kelsey. Some of them are still crawling all over her arm, falling off into the pile below. They are unable to attack you. Uh, and you continue your uh, bar uh, performance? Uh, uh, no, 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 big no. Uh, I will allow, allow the lingering performance to uh, last for another two rounds before continuing. Instead, I will use my last level one spell. <laughs> Go for it. This uh, level one spell was brought to you by Charisma Modifier. <laughs> uh, that is a pass on the Arcane Spell Chance Failure. Okay, roll your damage, please. Rolling Ooh. damage. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. That's a five plus four. Nine. Uh, As the Court of Shards blasts out towards them, you see that... A- bodies of these rodents are scattered and some slam against the wall. Our bodies are just eviscerated by the force of your sound. And they appear to be a bloodied pile, but they are still alive and swarming. Alright, uh, can I have him say, uh, uh, CC now as he as he jumps to the side? Sure. Okay, okay, this will, this will be fun. You see CC seems to squat down a position giving like this really weird hand gesture like a command mail wave and you see she seems to be gathering some sort of power and you see a very loud and visible display of energy seem to start swarming around her hands gathering okay uh charles Smoot, it is your turn lunging from his current position he will outstretch his arm and attempt to plunge his dagger into the last rat standing before him okay uh 19 roll confirming my crit uh crit not confirmed Okay. Um, it definitely hits, so roll your damage. Total of 12 damage. Okay. Uh, how do you end this rat? Lurching forward, Charles Smoot would come in with an overhead swing with his dagger and plunge the knife directly into the skull and burying the rat deep into the ground. Okay. Uh, you see that as you bring this thing down, you definitely do kill the rat in its body, just like the blood just starts pulling underneath of it. You killed another one. Congratulations. Uh, you continue to see as the pile moves with something traveling inside of it. Uh, uh I will use my move action then, uh, and begin to approach the pile. I'm sorry, I thought that was the end of your turn. I have only used my standard action to attack. That's fine, I thought it was the end of your turn, I apologize. Okay, you approach towards the pile, and as you do, why don't you make a perception check? Total 17 for Charles Smooth's perception. Um, you can see partially through the, uh, hole of this nest, there appears to be the very injured rat sort of groveling in a corner licking its wounds. But it does, I would say, have a partial cover from where it is. I would just... Yeah. It's buried underneath a lot of this stuff. Okay. Uh, Next up, it is Kelsey's turn. Kelsey, um, unsure of what to do at this point, drops the crossbow and pulls out her dagger. Okay. And she attempts to, well, 
fears some of the rats in the swarm, hoping to at least take out a number of them, if possible. Well, um, seeing that she has a strength of zero. Nice. And she rolled a one on damage. <laughs> and swarms take half damage from piercing and slashing weapons. It takes one, one damage. damage. She manages to kill a few of them, just stabbing down randomly into the pile. Die! Die, you stupid rats! All right, um, okay. Uh, you hear scampering in the distance from one of the rats that seems to have disengaged from the combat, but may return at any moment. Who knows? It is the swarm's turn. I have a d6 here. Oh boy. Who will it choose today? Five or six. Five or six. Six. Let's go, Finnevere! Finnevere, you are the lucky member. Once again, the swarm lurches towards you if you not like you. What do I win? Ah! You see as the swarm, what remains of it seems to start crawling all towards you. Do you have like cheese in your pockets or something? Uh, honestly, in his backpack, he might have. The swarm is still unable to penetrate your armor. I don't know what the point of the swarm attacking just to be annoying at this point. It is extremely spoopy. Uh, Finnevere, Vere, it is your turn. You have rats still crawling on your body. Uh. Ah, Mr. you're in the way. Ah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't, do, I, do I have any cheese on me or something? I must be my cologne. So he is going to... Take a step to the left. Uh, can I kick at them or something? It's an unarmed strike. You're okay. able to step to the side and you begin stomping at these rats. You can roll an unarmed strike. Yay. It is a total of six to hit. Yeah, that, that's not hitting. His melee to hit is embarrassingly low. Yeah, unfortunately, Finnevere, as you begin trying to stomp on these rats, they're just scurrying about your feet, just weaving to and fro, and you're unable to stomp on them. Alright. Yeah, this is this is great. You just hear Cece continuing to ah, you're this I don't know what to do. There's too many of them. I can't hit them. I believe in you. Wait, I have a better idea. She turns, Finnevere faces you, uh, okay. and you, you feel this blast of energy just hit you. However, on the upside, it wasn't to hurt you. It was to heal you. You heal eight points of damage if you have that much left to heal. Uh, I, I do have some to heal. Um, However, you take four non-lethal damage of burn. Uh, that does more damage than a heal, <laughs> but uh, I'll take it. It's the thought that counts. It's non-lethal damage. Well, at least you traded your lethal damage for non-lethal damage. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or worse, you'll be unconscious. All right. Uh, 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 <clears throat> I can't hold it for that thank, long. Thank you. Oh, you're <sighs> fine. All right. Um. So, Charles Smoot, it's your turn. Lunging into the hole with five-foot step, Charles Smoot's going to approach this rat and swipe at it with his dagger, saying, "Get over here." Okay. Uh, do we see him climb into this thing? You are very busy stomping at this point. Uh, you know what? You have a great point. 17 to hit for Charles Smooth. You hit barely. You actually feel your daggers that kind of like get stuck on a piece of wood, but you're able to pull it out. And as you do, you slash across this rodent. And you don't even need to roll damage because I guarantee you, unless you want to do overkill, it dies. 
swiping with his dagger, slashing through Eusea's child's smoot, inadvertently ends up gutting the creature as its internal organs spill out amidst the pile. Okay. You just hear Kelsey sort of shout, you know, it's a really good thing that we're testing out our party combat right now. I don't think we do very well by ourselves. And she's also going to continue trying to stab at the rats. <laughs> Still missing. <laughs> just along with Binavir, the rats are just swirl, like just swarming around, like literally just dodging every knife stab and every foot stomp. All right, just stand clear. I think I have one more on me. Finnevere, uh, you see as one of the rats seems to approach up the one that had disappeared, and you can see it now visible through the stalagmite crevice. Uh, perhaps we put that on hold. Uh, we have another enemy. Just, okay. Just, just hit it. Hit the swarm. Just hit the swarm. Okay. You see as the swarm actually climbs onto Cece and begins now crawling all over her. They hit. I don't know why, but they hit. No. The only person that matters. What? Well, I'm sorry, Kelsey, too. I'm saying the NPCs are the only thing that matters. Neither of these characters are masochistic. Any damage is... It, it, I feel as like I let them down. No, correct. That's what I'm saying. They hit the girls. You hear as Cece kind of starts squealing. Ew, ew, ew. Get them off me. Get them off me. Um, and they do appear to be biting her successfully. The rat from the water emerges, returning over, seeing its dead compatriots. It hisses. It is re-engaging in combat. Benavir, Benavir, it is your turn. There are rats on CC. You rat scallions! And I will wait until uh, CC moves out of the way. So you uh, delay. I will delay. And CC is standing there. Oh, ew, 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 get them off me, get them off me! And she um, steps back from the swarm, withdrawing actually towards Charles Smoot. Which she then says, wait, Mr. Smoot, where are you? Okay, uh, Benavir, it is your turn. All right, um, this is my last shot. I am going to cast Court of Shards at level two, which is my last spell. Go for it. Uh, <laughs> spell, Jed, spell, you better not do this oh, to do me it. now. Do it now. Do not do it times. to me now. Please. You're safe. I am safe. Uh, this has the uh, interesting effect of increasing the DC up to 15 from 14. Roll your damage. Let's go. All right. Benavir of Fear, as your Court of Shards, your level two Court of Shards, you just feel yourself empowering the spell. You actually feel as the walls kind of begin to rumble against the sound, vibration, the force of nature. That's what we're going to call it. Your song is right now the force of nature. Uh, that is a three plus five for a total of eight. With your Court of Shards, you actually see as the force is so powerful that the final remaining rats inside the swarm fly against the walls of the cavern, spreading them to and fro. You see some rats scramper away, but most of them have been killed, and you have now successfully defeated the rat swarm. <laughs> Charles Smoot, you're inside. I'm going to use my movement action and continue screaming in a bloody rage. Uh, Charles Smoot will then go and plunge his dagger into this rat, uh, attempting to strike it. Uh, 20 total to hit for Charles Smoot. 
Okay, that definitely hits. Roll your damage. 12 damage. Again, this dagger is being very, very good as you are killing another rat. What do you do to kill this one? Charles Smoot clamoring, rushing out of this rat's nest, seeing that there is now a rat nearer to his party. He almost crawls on all fours and then leaps and plunges this dagger right into the heart of the rat. Amazing. You do so. You have a rat now skewered on your dagger. Kelsey kind of slumps down on the ground temporarily, breathing heavily. <sighs> okay. All right. One one rat swarm down. The Wait, where's the rest of them? Dead, dead. <laughs> There's one rat. She stands back up and walks over to Finnevere and then spies the other rat, which is sniffing the air and kind of looks a little nervous. Intimidated. Shaken, almost. Could you hand me that crossbow? Which one? Oh, the, the one on the ground. Uh, she's standing on the space where I dropped my crossbow. Oh, yeah. She picks it up and will hand it to you. Thank you. Uh, it is that rat's turn. Uh, there's nothing left for it to lose. What, you don't... What, fight, what? Me. fight me. Fight uh, me. You see as this rat charges at you. Ah! Uh, and it is going to attempt to attack you. It hits. You take two damage as this rodent, which was a little bit smaller than the other ones, tries to bite into you. It appears to have been a juvenile. I am so done with this. You see as Cece grabs a rock from the ground and she throws it right at this rodent. Um, it does provoke an attack of opportunity. It hisses at her. It misses. And as she throws this rock, you see the rock just embeds itself into the head of this rat and it falls over dead. And that um, is the end of combat. Charles Smoot kind of like squats, looks around with blood and gourd and maul all over him and is like ferociously turning from side to side with his dagger, looking to see if there's anything else to kill. Uh, I am so done with rats. We had to crawl through 10 minutes of tunnel and then we have to go all the way back. And now we have blood and viscera all over the place. How are you guys doing? Uh, are they all dead? Do we kill them all? I think you killed them all. Oh, what? Well, I mean... Yep. You guys handled those back there, right? Oh, yeah, Mr. Smoot, you, um... I mean, how many were there? Like, at least, like, 17. There were three of you, I managed. I, I imagine you handled a lot, right? Uh, Mr. Benavir, how many were there? Uh, one, two, three, seven, eight. A lot. A there, whole lot. There were a lot. Wow, that's, that's uh, more than I killed. I'm I, impressed, I, I guys. Think... I think it was about 300. Oh, really? Wow, that's, that's actually multiplicatively better than what I did. <laughs> uh, I think... Uh, Kelsey killed about half of them, and I killed uh, some more. Smoot walking over to see uh, this carnage as they've claimed that they've killed like 300 rats. He walks over to them. Oh, what? These are tiny little things. These don't count. Well, to be fair, Mr. Smoot, you took all the action. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Now let you go ahead and be the front line next time, Uh, Cece. You were blocking the path, so obviously none of us could get involved in the combat. Can get into the thick of things, honestly. Uh, uh, sound off injuries. Uh, one, two, I mean, I, I feel like I you look a little bit worse than wear than I do. I, I've got a few holes in my clothes. This is really annoying. I've also got some bites, but I think I'll be okay. I've got some mass, massive gashes, but I feel like there's more to bite of me than there is for you guys. I'm sorry to say, but I'm uh, out of healing for today. Uh, I used up the last of it in that last attack. 
I would be surprised if I could do tied to woe at this point. Ah, all right, well, we've got to go all the way back through the tunnels. <laughs> oh, you're, you're going to need to give me a minute to, to catch my breath. I'm a little fatigued. Oh, we could just camp down here in the tunnels and game. Uh, I mean, honestly, what if there are more rats somewhere? Yeah, if you're going to do a job, do it right, you know, so. Well, at the very least, we can do a, uh, we'll do a thorough check over before leaving. Probably a good idea. How large do these rat bodies seem like they are? They're small creatures. Those are small creatures? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're, um, they're cat-sized. Charles Smoot will begin piling the bodies and grouping them together, even getting the one from the rat's nest. What are you doing? What, what do you mean? I, the huntsman's still in town. What if he wants rodents of unusual size? You can make, like, rat kebabs or something. You want to take all of these back with us? Do you know how late it is? Oh, I, mean, I thought we were camping out down here. Are we actually camping down here? I'm not crawling. Oh, no all. way. What do you mean, no way? I'm not, not crawling all the way not back. Not a chance. Not happening. Not for me. Uh, if you want to stay down here, Mr. Smoot, you are free. Uh, I believe... Uh, the, the rest of the party and I would like to go and find somewhere a little uh, cleaner to sleep. And uh, more comfortable. You know, I think we could probably make it back to the uh, the guild hall. All right, fine, but I'm bringing proof with me at the very least. Okay, that's fine. Which one are you bringing? What do you mean? The diseased plague rat, of course. And he walks over to the rat he decapitated, the one that has the purple crystals, though he is being very cautious so as to not touch the purple crystals themselves. In fact, uh, if I may, I would like to cover my hand with um, my shirt. Whoa, the only the only shirt he has left from his wife. Shut up, My yes. wife bought this for me. It already has a giant hole in it. Wasn't it? Wait, you didn't repair that, did you? That's no, right. No, we didn't have the materials to repair it. How many are you taking? Are you just, like, taking them from the body? They're protruding from it now. Oh, yes. I would break some of them off. Okay. So you start breaking them off. You get... You're able to get six full crystals. How big are these crystals? Are they large? I'm going to go by the inch system. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, They're about six inches each. (gasps) I would just wrap the bundle of them up in my shirt and put them in my bag then. Yes. Being very careful to not touch them. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll your reflex. 17 for Charles Smith. As you are trying to break off some of these crystals, you do notice that on one of them, your cloth kind of tears and you do come into contact with one of the crystals momentarily before adjusting your grip. Oh, oh spooky. I don't know what this is yet. Uh, Maybe it's a disease. That's why I want to take it back and get it analyzed. What if we like, oh, oh, if it's a disease, can we name it? Uh, I believe we do have that right as the founder of it. What if we call it Smoot Syndrome? That does not sound like a good name for the disease. I don't know. It sounds pretty good to me. The rat was angry. You get angry. Will you put out crystals too? Uh, Hopefully not, Uh, though I did just kind of touch one, but hopefully not. I do plan on taking this rat back so it can be examined, though. That's a very morbid thought, Cece. Let's not have that. And maybe smooth disease or smooth syndrome is not a good name. Uh, what if we called it Lamb's Creeper? That's where lambs for spite, and it's kind of a creepy, crawly, crystalline menace. Lamb's Creeper. I don't know. That sounds... It's... Uh, I mean, I guess it would work. Only if it's a disease. Maybe. I don't know. We should be very careful, though. Uh, can I... you put those somewhere not, like, on your person? Maybe in tighter wraps? 
All I have is a shirt. I barely have that to my name, let's be honest. I'm putting it in my bag from there. Other than that, I do plan on dragging some of these rats back. I'm gonna tie them together with my rope, and I'm gonna drag them as I crawl. Seeing as there should be no more danger, you guys can go on ahead of me. Well, if you want, we can come back with the carry-all. Uh... I don't know if that carry-all is going to fit. One, I don't know if it's gonna fit down the tunnel, though it should, but two, I don't know if the rats will fit in the carry-all. Well, we can almost fit... Uh... I wonder if there's a sack in all of this, uh, mess. After all, this was taken probably from the farm. That's a good point. We should do a thorough check before we leave, though. Okay, so you guys want to uh, walk around and perception check? All right, you guys look in the literal rat's nest, see if you find a suitable sack. I'm going to scout out further ahead to make sure that there are no more hostiles. You see as uh, Cece's beginning to yawn. All right, we can do that. I just really want to get back upstairs so we can sleep. Agreed. But we don't want to lose points over this if we uh, uh, miss a few rats. Okay, uh... Charles Smith, why don't you roll perception check before you start running around? 20 total for Charles Smith's perception. Okay. As you move towards the back end of the cave, you do, no- or cavern, you do notice that there is a pool of water, um, which is purplish in hue, probably from the bioluminescent plants that are surrounding the area. You don't see any rats over here, but you do hear the sound of the water trickling in from um, above. Uh, I would use, I have two flasks because I was given two health potions. I would use one of them and fill some of, uh, fill this one with a bottle of this water from this lagoon. Okay. All right. And as you're walking around, you see a variety of these bioluminescent uh, plants and fungi that are growing along the walls uh, surrounding the cave. Um, Finnevere, if you're going to walk around, you would also roll perception. Is uh, these bioluminescent plants, is it more like a fungi or a moss? Is it like a mushroom or? There are fungi. There are moss as well, but there's a lot of fungi. Like most of the plants that are protruding from the wall seem to be some sort of fungus. Um, You even see one that kind of looks like cabbage. Um, Some other ones that have like uh, properties of coral. All right. Uh, That is a 19 for Finnevere. All right. Uh, Finnevere, you begin exploring through the cavern, making note of where you came from. It's not very big. In fact, um, you can tell that most of this cavern is connected, but there's a lot of spaces that are too small for you to travel into. But you do not see any signs of other rats. You've been poking around the uh, the little huts? Even poking around in the little areas, it seems that you guys may have cleared up all of the rats. That's phenomenal news. Um, uh, two more things I, I kind of want to do before I leave is, uh, shine my light in, into the, uh, the water before we go. Uh, if it's too, if it's too murky, it's too murky. Uh, and I'd also like to eat, try to take a closer look at the mushrooms, either maybe make into a praise or nature check to try to identify them. I would also, uh, Charles Smith would also like to make a knowledge nature on the mushrooms. Okay. Oh. To see if they would lose their bioluminescence if they were harvested. Okay, uh, Finnevere, you shine your light onto the water. It appears that the water is pretty, pretty clear. Um, it looks clean and good to you. You guys can roll your knowledge nature uh, if you're examining the plants. Okie dokie. Uh, that's a hazy five on uh, uh, knowledge nature. 21 for Charles Smoot. 
Now, Charles Smoot, you are not sure if these plants would maintain their bioluminescence for very long if you were to remove them, since it seems that this is a unique trait of plants that are underground in this area. Vinevere, you are absolutely not sure what these are. They are very pretty, and you're not sure what kind of properties they have. They're fungi. I, I feel like Iro. This could be an incredibly lucrative mushroom or carry a deadly disease. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Only one way to find out. No, no, I'm abstaining this time. I, I've already taken my risks today. <laughs> Charles, we pick some. Okay. I throw them in my bag with crystals. All right, Charles, Moot, you pick some of the mushrooms. Do you want me to um, roll survival to harvest or anything? Yes. 19 for Charles Smoot. You're able to gather four of the blue fungi, which seem to have a star-shaped pattern to them, and they grow in clumps. You are able to gather four of the green cabbage-like ones, which are, like, the most weighty and wieldy of the group. Um, They almost make, like, layers, but they're all attached to each other. Like, almost like a step. Um, And then you are able to gather two of the purple ones, which seem almost to have that coral-like appearance. They're a little bit harder to break off, but they still maintain a soft texture as if, like, fungus. Are we ready to go yet? Any luck finding a sack? Ah, I didn't really start looking. Maybe Uh, we should try doing that and put some of the tiny rats in the bag. We have to come back with proof that we did something. Okay. Well, here's a sack. It's got a hole in it, though. I have found no sacks. I have found what appears to be a half-eaten potato with molds on it, as well as a thimble. A thimble? I hear those are good luck. You keep those. I would walk back over to the rat's nest and see if I could procure uh, even, like, just any form of cloth that I could wrap the rats in. Uh, if it's a good thimble, I'd like to save that. I do have a sewing kit that I'll pull up. This is my thimble. You oh. get your own. Uh, you know, that's fair enough. Oh. Uh, I will walk over with that sewing kit I mentioned, which is part of my Bandalore uh, magic uh, components. Uh, and I'll walk over to the sack and I'm like, okay, I think I can do this. A little taken aback, Charles Smoot reacts. Well, Finovich, did you just ask Kelsey to give you a thimble? It's a bold move, man. Oh, no. <gasps> huh? I'm just she very blushes. confused, Finnevere. She blushes slightly. No, I can't give you my thimble. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to uh, impose. I didn't know that you, you liked it. I, I, I formally apologize. Very bold. I thought you were more conservative, Finnevere. Uh, apparently so. Cece looks very confused back and forth. Uh, Fenrir will bow an apology. <laughs> is that an offensive thing in American culture? Oh no, it's just a very forward thing. I didn't know you had such romantic feelings for Kelsey Fenrir. Romantic uh, feelings? Uh, uh, um. Kelsey laughs a little bit. Charles Smith will laugh in as well. disbelief as well. <laughs> yeah. just, uh, I, oh, is going to change the subject and grab uh, the our attempt mending at the bag that she said had a hole in it. How does Finnevere appear with that like just random assertion? Uh, I, I also blushed and is really trying to change the subject. Uh, you tell me if it just done well or not. Well, <laughs> that would be a bluff if you're trying to hide something. Oh, yeah. yeah just, uh, uh, and they would sense motive if oh, they... Gladly. Oh, that's not great. Uh, I'm usually a pretty good liar, although I don't try to make it a habit. I'm a minus two at all my rolls today, mm-hmm. and I didn't roll great. Uh, 15. <laughs> what was your sense motive, Charles Smoot? 14. 
<laughs> I'm a little tired. He's a little tuckered out. Well, how does your character actually feel? What is he trying to hide? Um, uh, Finnevere is uh, embarrassed at the thought of romantic interest as he doesn't believe that he's worthy of uh, entering into such a thing until he's he's proven himself. I, uh, so many people have invested in him until he's done right by them. He doesn't feel like he's earned the right. Okay. Uh, Kelsey walks over and she kind of does, um, puts both of her hands on her hips and leans forward. It's all right, Mr. Finnevere. It's just a joke. Oh, uh, thank you, Kelsey. Don't worry. Just just don't worry about it. Don't ask people for thimbles if you don't understand the meaning. I've said never again. I'll <laughs> gesture over my heart. All right. And she'll just laugh, but she'll toss you the thimble. Oh, uh, thank you. I'll put it with the sewing kit. All right. I would like to attempt the mending. Okay. You're trying to do the spell mending or you're trying to physically mend? I'll, I'll try to, to fashion it up real quick with the... Craft. With, I don't have craft... So, so uh, I mean, I have craft sketch, but that's it. I don't know how crafts work with if you don't have a point in it. Um, I don't believe it's an untrained. Like, I don't believe it requires you to be trained to use it. So roll you would just DC roll. 10. Yep. Uh, craft lets you add your intelligence. Yeah, you would add your intelligence. You have no bonuses beyond that. Uh, besides my minus two. Uh, total of three. I'm um, like, oh, gosh, how does this do this again? Oh, gosh, I don't even know how to tie this off. Do you need help, Mr. Finnevere? Yes. Yes, you see, I do. It's okay. I can sew. I've actually made a lot of my own clothes. Really? Yeah, I made the one I'm wearing right now. I had a lot of time on my hands, to be fair. That's phenomenal. Yeah, back in Ashby, there was an entire sewing girls club. I really wasn't allowed to go, but I still went anyway, (laughs) as Brunhilda. Oh, uh, let me have the needle, please. Yep, yep. And she will begin trying to repair it. She takes three minutes to repair it, somewhat shoddily, but it was quick. Control Smoot attempts to find any sacks or large swaths of cloth. There are so many cloths in here that have been chewed. You keep finding ones that you think would be good, but there's a lot of holes. If there's small holes, it doesn't matter. I'm carrying a big rat. But you find you find plenty. All right, I grab one of these larger, yet holy, uh, swaths of cloth, and I kind of uh, put the decapitated purple rat and the uh, rat's head into this and kind of like bundle it up. Okay. So you're just picking the body up by your hands at this point? Uh, I will use the cloth and kind of protect my hands to like scoop it and then tie it off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like the afterthought of adding in that you would do that. Let's just have you roll your uh, dexterity just just to be safe. Your reflex. Okay. Yeah. No. uh, How about this, Charles? Total. Two. Uh, Charles, how about this? Instead of you actually being smart and intelligent enough to I'm pick tired. it up, you're tired and you actually just full on just grab yeah, this give, thing. Give it a big hug. Because otherwise, at this point, it's literally you accidentally just drop the entire road and, you know, no, nobody wants to deal with that. You just weren't smart enough to think about it. That's fine. However, what, what could possibly go wrong? Kelsey just says, I thought the whole point was you weren't supposed to touch the. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, smooth oh, syndrome. It's going to be so active. Oh, goodness. I might be patient zero. And that's how it began. All right. Well, I think you'll be fine. Maybe. We'll keep an eye on you. Can we start heading back, guys? Uh, yes, we can. Uh, right. Uh, well, uh, did we collect the, uh, the, the little rats yet? Which was the yes. whole point? Yes. Okay. Bag some rats. Let's go. Uh, then, uh, yes, let's, let's make haste. Uh, Smoot, uh, you, you take the front. Um, I'll take the rear. All right. Come by me. 
Gentlemen, you begin making your way back up through the long track of crawling through the tunnels and you make your way back to the barn without any difficulty. It does appear to still be raining outside. Oh, honestly, that's kind of refreshing. Why don't you all roll a perception check? Total 28 for Charles Smooth's perception. Uh, 12 for Finnevere. Okay. As you guys climb out from the hole um, and begin making your way with the sacks, you hear a thudding sound, almost as if something is falling. It seems to be coming from in front of you towards the wall. And you actually do notice that there seems to be a hole, a small hole in part of the structure right over towards the bottom right side of the wall. There appears to be a small hole and it sounds like there's some kind of thudding or something falling coming from inside of it. Uh, can we take a closer look? Sure. <sighs> I'm so glad to be up here. What are you guys looking at? Uh, that's a rat. Benavere, pounce. Uh, uh Benavere pulls out his dagger and draws closely and cautiously to the small hole. Okay. Uh, you approach towards the small hole. You can see, however, that it is small, not very large for you to go through or anything, but you could probably peer through it. Uh, it, it seems to go directly into a room next door. As you approach close to the hole and you peer inside, you can see the room is dark. You can't really see anything inside of it, save for a few feet from the dim light of the, the lanterns hanging down from the room that you're in. You can't really see anything in there, but you do hear some other thuds as if something is falling over inside, almost like the sound of hollow objects. Okay, well, then I'll go around to the door and, and take a better look. Is it openable? You go up to the door and you attempt to open it, but as you reach for it and you try the handle, you realize that it is locked. However, it appears to be a simple lock. Uh, it's locked. Easy to break. Mr. Smoot, um, what is the material that the door is secured to? I can't remember. It's like a mixture. It's like clay and wood. Uh, well, I'm just trying to figure... Well, with wood, if we kick the door in, all the pieces would just splinter but be there, ideally. If it was stone, it'd be much harder to get all the pieces back from ending. Uh, Wait, uh, do I have a kit? Oh, yeah, I grabbed my backpack. Okay, you grab your backpack, which was leaning up against some of the barrels. Uh, what exactly are we doing? Why are we looking at the door? Is something wrong? Yeah, well, maybe. There's a noise inside. We gotta check it out. And you do hear, as you say that, uh, another thudding sound from inside. Quick, one of you. Go grab, uh, to Farmer Jenkins, John, Talbert, what is his name? I think it was Jake. Jake, grab Jake. Someone quick. Oh, it's raining outside, but okay. I, we just bought I, sewer I, I, rats. I mean, wait, wait. Make sure he brings the key to the door. Okay. Uh, I, I can do it. I, need, I could use the shower. Go for it, Finnevere. I'll be here watching it. All right. Uh, then I'll go try to get Jake. How late is it? Dark. Is it, is it dark? It is. It is nighttime. All right. Well. And it's dark out. So you go outside and you go towards Jake's door. Um, it appears that the light is out inside. Yep. Yeah. Yep. This is this is my part of the job I signed up for this uh, I will knock on the door firmly okay you knock on the door and for a moment you don't really hear anything do you try again uh, after waiting an appropriate length of time yes okay you knock again on the door and you all of a sudden you hear that very loudly inside this mumbling and 
annoyed sound until the door finally opens and you see uh, Jake standing there, his hat now on top of his head. It appears that he is adjusting it. What do you want? Why are you waking me up? It's so late at night. Uh, very sorry, Mr. Jacob. Uh, we are almost... My name is Jake. My apologies once again. <clears throat> Mr. Jake, we are almost finished with our uh, with our work here. Good for How you. Are... Why are you waking me up so late? We need the keys to the room in the barn. It sound there's a there's a noise in there. We just need to do a thorough job. I ain't giving you keys to that room. That's not acceptable. All right, then. Would you unlock it for us? If he's resistant, can I diplomacy? He seems very resistant. You may roll a diplomacy. Uh, total of thirteen. I'm not letting you in that room. No, that's not a place for you guys. I told you, don't touch anything. In that case, uh, we do believe we have cleared out the routes from every area except for that one. All right. I'll give you Would your you... badge in the morning. It's late. I want to sleep. Oh, no, of course. Uh, we can uh, we can sort out the details tomorrow. You can stay in the barn if you want. Much appreciated. Thank you for the offer. Uh, sleep well. He slams the door. I would do that, maybe. All right. Um, while he was having this conversation, what would you have been doing? Charles Smoot would have had a ready to action to, if anything came out from this hole, he would pounce and stab it immediately. You heard as the sound kind of got a little bit closer to the door as if something's stumbling about inside of it. Uh, should we go in there? Something sounds like it's in trouble. Uh, Venevere should be back with the keys shortly. Okay, but what if he doesn't? What do we do? Do we break it down? Would that be exciting? That would be fun. It's really late, though. I think that that is acceptable. Seeing as our job was to clear out the rats from the barn, this is part of the barn, and we have suspicion that there's rats. Well, why don't we just break it down? Because we don't... Uh, we Vinavir can fix it. He's got that thing, um, that, that spell. Are you intending on replacing the lock? Because I certainly am not. Why not just break the door? <sighs> Does this door look reinforced? No, it looks like a, um, wooden door. It doesn't look particularly strong. Look, I will break it down if Vinavir does not come back with the keys. All right, that's going to be on you. I'm going to go s- just, that looks like a comfortable spot just to sit down. I'll be over there. Kelsey just walks away and goes to sit down. Uh, Finevere, you do come back and they are waiting, ready. All right, so I have some good news and some bad news. Where are the keys? We got to get in this room. Show us. Well, we got to do the good news, bad news thing first. Okay, give us the bad news first. Always uh, the bad news first. Uh, the bad news is I don't have the keys and he won't unlock the door for All us. All right, Smoot, you have to break down the door. Ah, uh, there's you're good news. Charged. Okay, are you charging the door? Oh, absolutely. Okay, you're gonna roll, um, actually, no, uh, do a strength check. That's what it is. I have, I have my okay, DCs cool. here. Uh, total 18. Uh, it's like... Okay, uh, you barrel into the door, charging at it. Shoulder first, you hear as the door kind of shatters, um, and breaks down inside. Uh, Mr. Smoot, Mr. Tarnos was quite explicit. We are not to enter that room. Oh, well, it's too late now. We gotta go see if somebody was hurt. Uh, I'm very sorry. A rat broke down this door. Yeah. A very large rat of unusual size. Unusual oh. size. A Ross. Mr. Smoot. I, 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 I defeated the rat. I cut off its head. It's in this bag. All right, perception check, all of you who are near the door or in the room. 23 for Charles Smoot. 17 for Finnevere. You guys, as the door has broken down, you actually see it as a heap of dust kind of like flows up into the air um, and begins to settle through some of the lantern light. You can see as the thunder and lightning kind of just rolls overhead, the room lights up, and you see dried flowers hanging from the ceiling in a decorative way. 
There are floating shelves filled with various clay pots lining the walls. And to the back of the room, you see a stool and a potter's wheel sitting underneath of it on the right side. To the left side of the room, there appears to be a desk underneath of a wide um, shelf, which seems to have a variety of what appear to be pots and uh, ceramic designed mugs uh, sitting on the shelf. And on the desk, you see there are several round bowls which appear to have grinding pistols in them so it's probably a mortar and pistol of some sort you actually do also see that some of them are on the floor and actually quite noticeably you do see and hear the sound of something chewing off to the side and peering in a little bit closer you see that Constance Courage is inside the room munching on some berries that are in a basket you see some of the goods that have been moved and stored in the side of this room, apparently moved here by Jake himself. Inside the stone bowls, uh, Charles Smoot, you can actually see, because you're a bit closer in the room, there appears to be some sort of dried substance inside of it, but without much light, it's hard to tell what it is exactly. It does appear, however, the room overall except for what has been moved into the front, has not been touched in years. But, as another flash of lightning lights up the room, in the back corner, what stands out the most to you is an easel that seems to be holding a painting that depicts a young couple holding each other lovingly and a small, black-spotted goat grazing in the corner very suspiciously also appearing to be like the goat inside the room with you now. And you see resting against the painting is a cream-colored envelope. Whoa, that's a room, and that's a goat. Looks like we have nothing to worry about. Not necessarily. I'm gonna look around thoroughly. There was still a hole leading into here. Rats can chew through just about anything. Mr. Smoot, we are not permitted in this room. Door's already broken. Uh, It's too late now. Might as well actually do our job. I have made my objection. I will attempt to repair the door. Uh, Some days, I am very, very appreciative of your barbarism. This moment is not one of them. Uh, And I will attempt to repair the door. So you take the time gathering up some of the pieces of wood. It appears the door hasn't splintered terribly, and you're actually able to repair almost all of it, save for a small sliver over in the corner right above the lock there seems to be a small indent but the door functions it's mm, all I can ask for well I Finnevere will not take one step in the room if possible it, the only only if it is absolutely necessary for the door repair which it might be it was partially you had to come inside um, and it was kind of hard to see in here but control smoot roll a survival check so while Finnevere is repairing the door, he would be looking for any signs of rats in here. Quentin, it would be a perception okay. check. Uh, 25 total for Charles Smith's perception. You do not see any obvious trails or markings from rats. It actually appears that the hole of the wall seems to have been caused by something crashing into it. I see. All right, Finnevere. Well, you're right. Everything checks out. Good job, bud. Ooh, I wonder what this is. Ah, no, 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 don't touch anything. But, but listen, there's a mystery here. Uh, it is not our mystery. We already broke and entered. 
against the wishes of the property owner, granted, with the foresight of doing our job, but now that we see that this is no longer in our purview, it is not our job to snoop around. Uh, fine, if that's really what you want. But I already opened it. What? Should I, I put this back? What, what did you open? It's a letter. You opened the letter? Well, I mean... Benavir, please tell me you can repair that. Is it, is it is it damaged? It's a letter. Wasn't it in an envelope or anything? Well, I mean, it was like folded, like it was saving you. It, it was wasn't fo- sealed. It it was sealed. You broke the seal of someone's house's letter. That is a federal offense. You wait. cannot go looking at other people's mail. Hey, wait, wait. What's a federal offense? Uh, Regardless of that, even if it is offensive, I will say there was no name written on the envelope. It could have been written for anyone like me. You know what? Not, not my problem. I'm just going to go and lay down in the big hay bale. Oh, you guys are no fun. Fine, I'll put it back. And the rest of it, the group is kind of still at the room. Cece folds up the letter and puts it back in the envelope. Benavir has uh, something particular weighing on his mind. He's going to sit down at that uh, post in the middle and try to think for a minute. Okay, you go and you sit down and you mm-hmm. think. Uh, Benavir is starting to be concerned with the amount of magic it costs to be useful as it is his belief and the, the stories that were told around campfires that... Uh, every spell you cast takes an hour off your life. And even the smallest ones, although he believes the smallest things to be of great importance, even tied to woe to keep up uh, impressions and relations, it was a lot today on him. Okay. Um, you're just pondering this and you have this furrowed expression on your brow. Okay. You see Kelsey is actually conked out over on the side, and Cece sort of wanders over to where Charles Smoot is. Noticing that he is snoring, she uh, plops down into the hay bale herself. And evening passes with Vinevere contemplating and worrying for himself, and the next morning comes, and the rain stops for the evening, and you guys are all up and about the next morning with your sacks. Nothing has happened overnight, and... Jake Tarnish is currently out in his field feeding the animals. Oh, or, uh, oh, it's payday. It's one of my favorite days. This is one of the best mornings. Oh, my side. Oh, it's all catching up with me. I should not be doing this at my age. Oh, I feel so sore and tired. Oh, my gosh. I completely forgot my great sword in the other room. I would laugh if you forgot that. You know how funny that would be? Charles Smoot runs over very hurriedly to the storage room, which is kind of ramshackled, but does go and pick up his greatsword. All right, you gather up your things. All of you have all of your things with you now. You guys are outside. You see Jake has uh, starting to feed some of the animals. You actually do notice that um, Charles Smoot, Constance Courage, is following you around in the barn. Uh, Hey there, little fella. Uh... Well, I guess, let's go see Jake, I guess, right? You're probably hungry. I'm kind of hungry. She hops after you. I would make my way into the fields, uh, hollering for Jake Tarnish. Jake! I'm right here. What do you want? Got proof. We did our job. And I throw a sack at him. Well, towards him, well, on the ground before his feet. He kicks the bag open. There she. How many were there? Well, the, there were about a couple hundred little tiny ones. But there were five big, mean, nasty ones, about this size. You see as Constance um, hops her way over to him, and she kind of climbs up against his leg. Hold on, guys, just give me a second. 
All right, fine. Are you sure all the beasties are cleared out? All of them that we found. We went way down to the rat's nest. We found it and we purged it. I even crawled in after a few of them. All right. Give me a minute and I'll go and get your uh, thing. You got to take it back there, so give me a minute and I'll be back. All right. Take your time, Jake. He finishes up throwing out the feed in his bag as all the animals are uh, literally just swarming around him, gathering up the feed on the ground. He picks up Constance Courage and starts walking back towards the house. It takes him a little while, but he does come back and he hands you, um, he gives you the other half of the quest puzzle. It's okay. jagged in edges and it looks like, uh, as you put it together, it appears to fit perfectly. All right. All right. Well, looks like we can turn this into Sora. One quest down. Let's see how many we have to get to be promoted. All right. Well, have a good day. You too, Jake. Hopefully, I don't see you again. That'd be terrible. Hopefully, if we do see each other again, it's not under such strained and terrible circumstances. He nods, and he hobbles his way back over towards the barn, opening up the door, and you see that a number of the animals go inside. The, the land is healing. The land is healing, indeed. Uh, I get that from, like, the memes where, like, you can finally see toilet paper on the shelves again. <laughs> the land is healing. All right, so, um... Gentlemen? Yeah, sure, you get your victory. You get your victory uh, playing music from Vinavir. Alrighty. Crewmates, uh, groupmates, party members. We need a name. Are we like a platoon, a unit, a squad? The Smoot Syndrome? That is, that's not a, that's like a band name. I'm not starting a garage band here. Okay, we can come up with a name later. Let's just get back to town. It's a long walk. All right, right this way. I'm voting that we take, like, a few days as a break before we do anything else. What? Days? What kind of time do you think we have? Enough to take a break, Mr. Smoot. Not necessarily. Some of these things are very time-sensitive. We will talk about this more when we get back. Mr. Smoot, we need a break from Dangerous Quest. If you want, you can continue to do some of the more... <clears throat> Mundane tasks. Uh, I'm there were those uh, elderly folk, uh, <laughs> such as yourself, that require assistance. Uh, unlike yourself, I would be so happy just to do that. Fine, uh, we I can agree. do small piddly things like finding cats and picking up groceries. Sounds fine by me. Well, let's head back, everybody. All right. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Smoot, are you taking the rats with you or what? Oh yeah, I'm absolutely taking my sack of rats with me. Been available. Uh. First, he'll ask Smoot if he has too many relics. If not, uh, he will uh, let you use the uh, carry-all. Relics? Huh. You think I have relics on me? I'm too broke for that. Last time I, I had the web trap, I had the harmony lamp, all that broke. Uh, you had that um, strange black box. Strange black box. That's not a relic. That doesn't count. Uh, agreeing to disagree. Uh, so if I remember, the carry-all can change sizes. Yes, with a use magic device check. I will do this for Smoot and then hand over the badge. A, a, a total of uh, four. <laughs> Somehow, with your experience, even with this, you're just so tired, you accidentally like misclick and you press the wrong button. The box does not change or anything. You don't even hear the dinging sound. There's no response from it. Uh, if you can't fit it in, I'd have to try again. I. It... You can try again, yes. Then I get my full 13. <laughs> Awesome. You are able to activate the device, 
realizing that you literally misclicked on the side and actually didn't press any button at all, you press the button this time in the, with the correct amount of pressure and you then hand it over to Smoot. And he is able right. to use the carry-all as you guys begin making your way back. With a little bit of a pep in your step, you guys make your way back to Lamb's Respite after having successfully completed your first quest for the guild. And as the lovely doors of the gate reach your eyes, we fade out of the scene and into just a peaceful moment. And that is where we're going to end today's episode of The Gate Chronicles. Thank you, foundlings, for listening to another episode of The Gate Chronicles. We're so glad that you've joined us. Please consider leaving us a rating and a review in whatever podcast listening app that you're on. Otherwise, go to iTunes or Podchaser. We're actually on Podchaser. You can leave us individual reviews for each episode if you so choose. If you want to support the podcast in other ways, consider telling a friend about the show. Tell them about Missing Role Player Found and how awesome we are. It's whatever you think, I guess. So yeah, share with a friend, family member, dog, aunt, uncle, I don't know. Or you can also consider donating to the podcast and supporting us through Patreon. And you also get some access to bonus stuff as we discussed earlier in the episode today. <gasps> wow. Make sure you guys are following and keeping up to date with us on our social media accounts, Twitter and Instagram at RollFound, as well as on TikTok. We're also at RollFound. And also, don't forget to check out our website, MissingRollPlayerFound.com. That's missing R-O-L-L PlayerFound.com, where you can pick up some merchandise where we have hats, stickers, t-shirts, and more. And also, we want to give a big thank you and shout out to our friends, uh, Michael Gelfi and Will Savino with Music D20 for letting us use a lot of their music and ambiance in today's episode. Uh, please make sure you guys go check them out, subscribe to their channels. Their information is in the description below, and you can also visit our full attribution page, which has all the information of artists that we have used in the past. So consider checking them out because you know what? We have a lot of amazing people and you might find somebody that you can use in your own games. All right, foundlings, that's it for me. Signing off. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>